Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So let's just talk about this Brandy Caroline thing that I know nothing about, except that I did text Caroline to say, like, I'm really sorry that you went through that. I don't know Caroline that well. I've met her. I just like her. I like her vibe. I I like that she left. She's one of the, I told you there were fewer than five ever that have left. They all are allowed to say in their own way that they've chosen to not go back and the wording is approved by Bravo, but Caroline left on her own. So we had a conversation about whether she'd ever go back, and I had a feeling she might do something. And so she goes back, goes to Morocco, interesting place to go, interesting trip, gonna sure to be crazy. And we hear that allegedly, and I don't know, Brandy, I think I've met Brandy once. I, I enjoy her sometimes. I, you know, in the lands of the swamp, she's done great. Like, what is she, you know, she's she's polarizing and it's hard, you know, she just says what she feels and whatever. So no, no problem with Brandy and well, who am I to judge any of these people? And I really don't like give them what they want. It's not easy to be in that cesspool, pay them what they want. So apparently she touched Caroline's vagina and tried to make out with her a couple of times. And so they're in this country where you have to observe their cultures and customs and respect another country. It's not our country. And you also don't want the reputation for being animals in other countries. It's embarrassing enough, Scary Island, and 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 that they were embarrassed that we called St. John Scary I didn't call it that, but the producers did that. Kelly, I think, first called it Scary Island. And, and that, like, they're being called Scary Island. Like, there is something 
risky about having these shows filmed in your country, your region, your municipality, your city, your state, your town, whatever, your province, sent home immediately. And that sounds just traumatic and embarrassing and stressful. And, you know, Caroline's a woman of a certain age. And, like, what the hell is she doing at that level? And I heard that Alex, who I know, was supporting her. And Alex, who may not have been the best housewife, the most entertaining housewife back then, um, probably because she's a good, nice person. I mean, she always seemed pretty sound and sage and kind and, quote, unquote, normal, despite her and her husband's wacky, you know, relationship and antics on television. But, like... She was there to support Caroline, and that's really nice. But it brings us to the bigger conversation. Like, what what the fuck overall? Like, what the fuck? It's rewarded and celebrated. This podcast, Rewives, has been criticized because I trashed the housewives. As if it was like I trashed Gandhi, the Dalai Lama, and Mother Teresa. Like I said, and I didn't trash. I said it wasn't a place I wanted to be. It's a place that I left for these reasons. You get asked. You don't just walk out and no one asks you. So someone asks you, what am I going to say? What am I, because uh, I don't like the name? Like, because I, I don't like the word Bravo? Like, I left because I didn't want to be part of it. And then I didn't participate in the Housewives book, which was a whole thing because I think I'm better than and I would. So then I do this podcast, which as you've heard and you've listened, we're not trashing anybody. We are talking about issues in our lives that go on through these shows. Like, we're basically just breaking down a show, but we get to so many other interesting topics. We're not saying, like, oh, this person's a piece of shit or that person. It's just so stupid to talk about salacious, dumb shit. Ooh, a table was flipped. That's so interesting to talk about it for an hour. No. We're talking about dynamics between women and men and all of this. But, like, let's just talk about the fact that there's a woman going to jail for six years for defrauding people. There's another woman whose husband could go to jail for the rest of his life, and she was implicated because he was stealing money. The concept of all of it together, talking about how much it costs to get ready a month, plus then add that in with a husband who's stealing, and then you see the house, and it's like hasn't been updated for a thousand years because everybody's fronting and stunting, which is also gross. And then somebody falls off a wagon and it's like sort of celebrated and entertained and somebody's cheating on their husband and it's like digging to the depths of the earth to find out if it's true or not. And people broke into the White House through a prosthetic leg on a dance floor like it never ends. And so, yeah, I left and I have this show and I left and I wanted to leave and I'm not there and I don't go back because this is like crazy now. It's like and it's just sort of these antics that people laugh about on blogs and on social media. And like, it's really nasty shit. Like I know that it didn't start out. Go back and watch season one of real housewives of New York. Do me a favor. It did not start out like that. And season two, I'm up. You're I'm up here. You're down here was like the biggest thing that ever happened. It was like rock the nation. It was, it was literally me at a table with someone saying to me that they were above me, like two cheerleaders in high school. It wasn't like crazy stealing fraud, you know, insanity. It's just disgusting. So someone, if someone did violate someone else's body on a trip in another country, it's completely vile and disgusting. I don't know Brandy. I know Caroline and I, I don't know what Brandy's going going through and I don't, I don't know, I wasn't there. I just know that like if anyone assaults anyone else on a trip in another country, I'd be like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed in front of my child. Like, what the fuck is going on? And where's the line? Like, let's just. And I'm not holier than now. And this podcast is not holier than now. But you watch. We're not trashing. We're trying to get to the bottom of what the fuck is going on with women, with society, what's going on. And it's not better than and I will and have made mistakes. And I've said things. I called people. I've called someone a name that I will regret forever because it's not who I am. But 
where is the line between decency and being a fucking animal? And just rewarding and celebrating it. And years ago, somebody recorded Andy Cohen on his show, recorded it, and he found out. And like, I said to him, you you know, you reward bad behavior. Like, this is the place that rewards bad behavior. It doesn't matter. I don't remember. And I don't know Phaedra either. She's been very lovely. She was nice. I met her once. But I think something happened with her on one of the shows. She said something about candy that wasn't true. And now I'm hearing she's performing wonderfully and so celebrated. So it doesn't fucking matter what you did on that show. It doesn't matter if you stole, lied, cheated, fucked, sucked, connived. Nothing really matters. It's celebrated and rewarded. You just got to take a break and you come back. It's just, I don't understand. And no other area do I know where, like, bad behavior is rewarded and celebrated and, like, makes the world go around and ratings. And you know what I haven't said is it's us. We could, I mean, I don't consume it. I don't watch it. And I'm not being holier than thou either. I just don't. I watch it for rewives. I watch old, iconic episodes for rewives. I'm not, like, in the cycle of it. And it's escapism for people and really famous, really accomplished people watch and good for Bravo and good for them. But I guess there's got to be a line on what's celebrated and on us. It's about us and our kids and what we deem important and entertaining. And it's really hard. It's hard to tell your kids what to watch, what not to watch, what to filter, what not to filter. It's all a sea of swamp that seems right. We're sitting here, I'm sitting here talking about shit that doesn't even affect my own life. And like, like it's real. We are voyeurs. And we love to like talk about other people's stuff. If everybody analyzed everything you've ever said to your spouse at every dinner, every event, Jesus. You haven't like given a side eye to your person or, you know, someone's bored and an event doesn't want to go and you're fucking grinding to the ground to go out every goddamn night and keep your life together in a blended five kids, seven person family. The fuck? So anyway, I thought that just that sparked something for me. Like, what the hell? Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. It comes up a lot in negotiations and what the housewives are paid. So picture this. You're a woman of a certain age. You used to be married to someone very famous, an actor, like a Kelsey Grammer, or you used to be married to someone in the Morgan family, or you used to be married to a count, or you're just a woman who's extremely wealthy and getting older and kind of just wants something fun and adventurous to do, a little excitement, maybe a little fame, maybe a little gleam, maybe a little sizzle, or you're somebody who really just, you know, needs to to pay your bills, wants to, you know, has a big nut and you want to find a way to, to pay your bills. Or like when Lisa Rinna went on, she said she took everything because she had some financial stresses and wanted to reinvent and elevate. And she definitely did create a new lucrative career out of it. She was selling on QVC and product lines and all this stuff and and different people are on the show for different reasons and you really can't you could blame housewives for their behavior but in order to be successful in this franchise you have to keep raising the stakes you can't fly under the radar you can't in this current climate you can't Alex McCord Jacqueline Larita Kristen Takeman your way through this you can't just be like a kind nice good person that's connective tissue in this situation. You have to be a Teresa Teflon Giudice to weather the storm, a Nini type, like a charade type. Like, you know, these these women, candies, fucking tough as nails. You know, and also, you're coming in new. What are you bringing to the table? You either have to, you know, wear Fendi letters and G's and C's tattooed all over your body so the rich dripping is so elaborate or the house porn you're living in a house you can't even afford because you've got to fake it till you make it or you have to do something fucking crazy because that's what sells so I can say each woman has to be responsible for their own actions and it's true 
but something about the spicy sauce and the alcohol mixed in these situations. And it's almost impossible not to drink because your adrenaline gets running and you think you're thirsty and you're drinking alcohol and it seems like a good idea and it calms your nerves. And I told you that people are on anti-anxiety meds that do these shows. A lot of them are. And, you know, the wheels come off and you just start flying. And you think things are a good idea and you say things because you're supposed to, we all think crazy things every day. You, there, you've said 20 things today that you probably couldn't say out loud. You've thought 100 things today you probably couldn't think out loud. And on reality television, it's you're supposed to kind of just say that shit and be unfiltered. Be yourself. Just go on and be yourself. Then you be yourself, which may not be perfect, and then you get punished for it. Be yourself. Punch somebody in the face. Whatever it is. So there's a line that's very difficult to ride. You're using your inside voice. And it's like, then you get in trouble for it. You do things. There's no way that in real life Aviva would throw a leg. That Teresa would flip a table. That somebody would pull someone else's hair extension. So the the antics and the the the, the crazy outlandish actions and moves and words that people have to create and produce to keep up with something that's been going for years now and the the drama keeps escalating and you know if you didn't defraud 100 people you're probably not going to stay on the show it's it's crazy most people don't just survive on the show by just being normal and like somebody really pleasant to be around so it's don't hate the player hate the game because the game celebrates this debauchery and the game celebrates scandal and conflict and dueling and cheating and falling off the wagon and all and uncovering and gotcha finding out something about somebody that they would never want anyone to know that is gold revealing a big secret or skeleton that is platinum so when i say now in retrospect in thinking about it and also i was only on three seasons and then off and then on again for maybe four or five. I mean, it's not for the, during the whole thing. It's been over 15 years. It's not that much, maybe half. It's a different game now. And when someone asks me about the money, I, I think like give them whatever they want. Because, but I also don't always blame. I mean, it's the powers that be their responsibility to control what goes on in their environment, in their culture, in their corporation. Like this is their corporation. This is their culture. This is their workplace. And what goes on is unacceptable. That is a fact. But these women don't have to work there. And when you sign up for this, you know what you're signing up for. You know what you're signing up for. You, you At this stage of the game, you know what you're signing up for. And the taste of fame just has to be worth it. You're going to take a beating, but it's like feeling like shit on a hangover or probably after doing drugs. You want that high again. So you don't mind how shitty you're going to feel when it's going bad, when it's crashing, because it will crash. But you want that high again. And that's the roller coaster that happens. And that's these people that get degraded and fired and they say they'll never do it again. Dorinda used to say, when I leave, I'm walking out. I'm never walking back in. I will never look back. I will never want to do it again. She's had that pipe and she wants another hit. It's just, doesn't matter. And everybody says the same stuff. I've heard everybody from Kyle to Jill to Lisa. Everybody says they're leaving. They're not doing it. This is really the time. Their friends must be like, I roll. Because they all say it. Everybody's said it. But they're not going to do it because they like the hit. And they're there because they want to be there. And so they should be paid well because it's not easy what they're doing. But as grown women who are being exploited, 
they themselves have to know whether they what the price is for themselves to exploit themselves. You know, Kyla Mauricio, it's doing very well for their business. The agency hats are on every piece of merchandise. So that's, you know, is th that's what that's, and the fame. She's beautiful and she has a platform and so does Mauricio. Um, everybody has it for a different reason. Everybody's doing it for a different reason. And listen, you see these crazy stories and there's a whole line of women knocking on that door to come in. So you can blame the institution, but you got to also, the women have to take accountability on their own for why they're there. Everybody knows what they signed up for. Everybody knows when they sit down and watch what happens live, what you're signing up for, how many clickbait things you're going to be asked and said. And it's just, it's the nature of the beast. Don't hate the player, hate the game, or don't hate anybody and just watch, but just know. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 